on earth is that? It's a journey into comics network production! Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? What? I always ask that of all my prey. I just like the sound of it. Brought to you by the power of the Journey Into Comics Network. This is the Journey Into Comics Podcast. The show that's 100% dedicated to everything nerd. With your hosts, the Podfather, Nate Phillips, the Podmaster, Brandon Stone, and the Journey Into Comics Network stepdad, Tyler McLaughlin. Time to make the Jimmy Chunks. Hey! Excellent! Finally. What did you do? And here we go. Can somebody tell me what kind of a world we live in where a man dressed up as a bat gets all of my press? This town needs an enema. What's up, true believers? Welcome back to another episode of Journey into Comics. Today, it's JIC 346. I'm very animated because Brando. Today, we celebrate a pretty cool milestone. It's not the biggest milestone we've ever hit. It's kind of a tweener because it's, you know, it's not quite the one. It's It's also not quite the other. It's kind of like you know, halfway of this last year would have been a great time to celebrate because it's a point five, I guess. I don't know what I'm saying, but first of all, Brando, welcome back to the show. How are you, my friend? Doing okay. Coming into the new year hot and rolling. I am trying to come into the new year with a brand new kind of energy. Um, yeah. This past year has been pretty rough, and I remember coming into last year thinking – this isn't so bad. And then I remember being at work and we had a lot of time to be able to come home and spend time with our families early on in the year. And I'm like, well, I might as well take advantage of this because we're going to be working a lot, man. Once we get rolling, we're going to be living here. That didn't happen. Things in the world, uh, did not cooperate. I was home a lot more this year than I've ever been home. Even the year prior when we had eight weeks off. I mean, that was the longest stretch of time I've ever had off in my life. But this year was, it was personally challenging. It was financially challenging. It was mentally challenging. And coming into December, um, some of that got alleviated a little bit. Well, Coming into the new year, it, it was literally like the next day. It was January 1st. It was really weird. I've never felt this before, but I felt a weight lift off. I felt like, all right, you know what? We need to get back on this horse. We need to get riding. We're not done with this in the real world, guys. We're not completely done. We're not out of the woods yet. But I think it's it's getting close. We're The light's at the end of the tunnel, and hopefully it's not a freight train coming our way. Ooh, gray metallic and no leaf clover reference for a million. Everybody loves you for your references, Brando. You're you have the coolest, sickest references. Anyways, um, so Brando, today is a very special day. In fact, we are celebrating the eight year, not the Nate year, the eight <laughs> year 
anniversary of Journey Into Comics podcast. This humble little show that I started all by my lonesome, looking at a computer screen, but not seeing myself or recording anything other than the audio and being in total fear of what, you know, I was doing. We've rehashed and uh, re-envisioned and reinvigorated and reimagined and thought about all the amazing moments that have happened between then and now. But Brandon, I'm changing like you, my energy for 2022. And I'm not looking at the past anymore, my baby. Let's look at the future and say that I do feel big things coming. I feel good change coming for the show. I feel evolution of the show happening. You know, we're back on the horse now a little bit more. This is a more consistent thing. What's it been like two weeks since we last recorded? That's not that bad or three weeks or something like that. Compare in in comparison to the rest of the year. That's not bad at all. The fact that we're back here for another show. I want to read something real quick. Sure. Because this popped up in my memories on this day six years ago. Sure. It's a post from you. Oh. He says, two years ago today, I sat down in my dad's recording studio and recorded the pilot episode of Journey into Comics. The podcast might not be everyone's cup of tea, but when I began this journey, I didn't think anyone would care, let alone that two years later, I'd be working on preparations for the 100th episode. Yeah. Uh, Wow. Whoa. The show wouldn't be what it what it is without Brandon, who was crazy enough to believe in me and this show. Dick joining the crew last year added a fresh new perspective, and that made our quirky little show even better. All the friends and slash fans who have been a part of the show or and participated in any way, a special thanks to you. Oh, and one last person who needs a special thank you is Josh, who gave me the feedback at the inception of my show and who was kind enough to invite me on his podcast and create the first ever Incepticast. It's a podcast within a podcast. Without this kind gesture, I don't know if there would be more than one JSE episode. So, Whoa. one thing we were guilty of uh, at one point is like all this, like man, I can't believe that we, we've done this many episodes. And thankfully, thankfully, we kind of grew out of that. I think the number is just something we say at the beginning of the episode now. But it is it to take a second here to kind of reflect at that statement that you wrote just a few years ago that we were preparing for the 100th episode. And that seems so far away uh, huh. now. Lifetimes ago. But it's not. It, it really wasn't. It wasn't that long ago that you and I got to go on a live stage at one of the worst run cons ever. And uh, we, we actually talked our shared our full happenings and story on a podcast of that on the OGs. Uh, that's out there somewhere if you want to go check it out. Our first con experience. But, you know, we got to do that. That was cool. That was such a cool thing to be able to be on stage and do a live show, our very first live show. And that was just the first of many that that we got to do. And uh, the first, like, we've had so many cool things that, that we've done as a part of this show. And so many things that became because of this show. You launched more podcasts. I launched more podcasts. We launched more podcasts. Other people launched more podcasts. And it's it's almost like a, I like a family tree. You could do a family tree, and it all starts for us with Journey into Comics, and it starts with you listening to a podcast and going, "Man, I could do that. That'd be kind of neat. I wonder how what that would sound like." And it all it also starts because that same summer, I was like, "I want to do a gaming podcast. I want to get into it." Man, I don't know if I have the know how or the equipment to do so. 
Then I heard you do it and I listened to it and I gave you some feedback and in my brain, I'm like, man, if he can do it, I can do it. And then you invited me on. Hey, be a guest. And we had so much fun. You're like, why don't you come back next time? And we'll just keep doing it. And next that, time and the next time and the next time. And, and that's what it was. And, and and this little show began that way. We had so many friends come on, so many people who have it we haven't heard from in a long time, so many sayings, so many inside jokes. And it's all part of the history of the podcast. And you know it's all what? about the minutiae of the podcast. Exactly. And, you know, today is the eight-year anniversary, but it's also, you know, the show continues. We're we're going to keep moving on. We're going to, as, you know, as, as you're seeing here today, our new energy is trying to, hey, let's get back on this horse and do this more. Let's try and make it work. Because I'll let you guys on in, on like a little secret. Nate has a job. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. Well, for the first Great announcement to the world. Well, for the first couple of years, I mean, the first seven years of this podcast, you had a much different kind of employment. You were more of a uh, a gun for hire or a self employed kind of dude when you worked. Absolutely. when it, you worked whenever you wanted to, and you were so much uh, more flexible. And it was always me or somebody else who was like, man, I have to work this much. I have this time available. Let's try and squeeze it in. And uh, sometimes we would do late night podcasts because that's the only time we could. And I'd be falling asleep. But we still tried to do it all the time every week. And then, uh, you know, the irony was this year, and to some extent last year, is the most available I've ever been for a podcast. And the exact opposite has now become the fact for you because not only do you have a full-time job, not only do you bust your ass every week, the days off that you have are not concurrent. My days off are always the same for the most part. And I'm a helmer of the ship also. Mm-hmm. So the the like, because um, I, I know some people, well, if he just, he could just, he got time. You just fit in your time with your schedule. Just find time. Yeah, I get that and all, but do you do you know what it's like to wake up at fucking six in the morning to go to your job that you have to be at at eight? And then when you get there at eight, you work and 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 work 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 and then have another hour drive home, drive, 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 and then be like, Hey, I need to put my thoughts together and talk about some shit that you guys want to hear. You might not want to hear me right now, bro. You might not care. Maybe you don't need to care, but I hope you do care. I do hope that those watching and listening do care. I have so much to say on this podcast, by the way. I found some shit, too, from way back in the podcast days. Anyways. So not only do you have all that to deal with, but then you got to come home, and then you've got to be a... You know, you got to take care of the house. You got to take care of V. You got to take care of Ollie. You know... Because I have the same stuff. I got to come home and I've got to pull my weight here. You know, you, tra- you take off your work cap, and before you even step through the threshold, your dad hat has just like it's like Guile from Street Fighter. We had to go home and be a family man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and that's exactly. I'm I'm, go- I'm Goku. Uh, you know, once once I'm off work, I, it's back to family matters. You know. Yeah. I mean, Goku Urkel. <laughs> 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 Episode title Goku Urkel. <laughs> oh man, so and that's hilarious because I've been watching through Family Matters. Uh, the, I know we talked entire... about that a couple days ago when we uh, discussed having this. 
yeah. gathering. So, like, look, guys, uh, this show is kind of kind of go through some changes. Uh, not major changes. Nate and I are still going to be here. We're going to talk about some of the stuff with some other of our colleagues and our friends to figure out where and how this is going to kind of come. This isn't going to be like a huge overhaul of, you know, we're not going to re- you know, rewrite the recipe for what is Journey into Comics. But the overall, like, like we're going to put our heads together and we're going to get back on the ship. It's been eight years, nearly 350 episodes, and we're going to, you know, we, we almost have to put some spark back in the show. We have to get the lifeblood black flowing. We have to slap our arm. It's been asleep. You know, we've been laying on it for like six months. So anything that is meant to last evolves. Yeah. It'll always find a way to evolve. And you know what? Here's the thing, Brando, and this is one of the thoughts that I had leading into today's show is, uh, you know, it's eight years and you have that realization. You're like, wow. But then my brain meets go, okay, if um, the plan of life as you and I currently know it can continue to to operate at a decent level, we only have two years and then we hit 10. Y'all are stuck with us. We're here for <laughs> fucking 10 years, bro. Like, I'm so sorry, but that light, that's the light that I now see. It's not, it, it's more than the number. It's the longevity mm-hmm. it's the um uh you know uh, it's the dedication to myself uh, that's that's and to you and to ty when he's done it and dick and to everybody who's ever been involved like i said in that post like it's that's that's the pillar of this 10 years when we get there that's what i'm gonna remember in all this is like you know we all did this together and 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 that's like hang my hat on that bro yeah my you know, group of friends can always look at this body of work in this history and and relive our moments together in certain ways and that is something not everybody is lucky to have man and that that to me is the the coolest coolest part about this i'm gonna get emotional if i keep talking but yeah continue well you know there was a lot of bonds that were forged just out of the creation of the show and it and it broadening its wings and then and its horizons and other people and other creators that joined in for as long as they did. You know, um, I'm sure you guys have noticed, I mean, the elephant in the room, there hasn't been any content for a while. And a lot of that has to do with burnout, but other part of it is it's everything going on in the world, everything that we're dealing with, everything that we're also dealing with on our personal lives and selves. I, I could tell you that, you know the the one of the first shows that spawned from this the, is this a show that I wanted to do way back when I first before I even started J you know on JIC and it was a game addicts. I haven't done it and I have a hard time hyping myself up to want to do it even if I'm talking by myself or even if I'm talking with a friend. It's man, it's hard to keep up with it and want to do it and that and that's been a part of this past year in my drive. That, that that is the biggest issue. My drive has been sucked out of me. We and gotta start taking total eugenics or whatever. So Bixby thinks that I'm talking to Bixby. Fucking Samsung's, bro. Well, okay. Here's the, I haven't even had it on until I got my watch. Right, I got a I got a Samsung watch, and also thankfully because of the Samsung watch, I've been able to point to my watch and show a certain somebody in the house why my feet hurt every day. So, oh, steps, baby. Just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not trying to say that I walk a lot, but I walk a lot. Back with back to what I was saying. You know, 
there has been an absence of content. Is there going to be like a complete return? Me and Nate are talking about it. Me and Nate are talking about what the future of the feed looks like and and how things will evolve. And things will evolve. But the core belief and the core foundation of what brought this feed to you will remain the same, even if it does look a little different, even if it sounds just a little bit different. You know, uh, as of right now, it doesn't. But we are also in no major hurry to roll it out. We want to do it right. We want to make it feel right. We want to, you know, he's busy. I'm not as busy, but I'm also working. You know, I have my life. I have a home life. I tell you what, the other night, there was one day, man, I was driving home and my feet were throbbing. Like, it was just like, oh my gosh. And that day, I got home. I got home. I, I, I did my stuff as soon as I got home and I sat down. I then did not do much of anything for the rest of the night. I'm like, I need to rest. Never to be seen again. <laughs> and so, like, there, there's going to be nights like that because we're adults. We're family men. We're, we're, <laughs> we're dads. We're, we're significant others. We have several hats that we wear. And one of those hats is host of GIC. And that's what we're going to try and bring to you on a more concurrent level each and every single uh, couple of weeks. It probably won't be every week. <laughs> I like how you evolved that thought. Every single uh, couple of weeks. Exactly. Well, because you want to say it the other way because it grows off the tongue that way. But it, you know, we are definitely going to try at least to hopefully get back to how we started every other week if we can. And hey, that's a great segue, by the way. Yeah, exactly. And so that's the that's the that's the only thing that we're ready to announce right now. We're going to try and go back to every other week. Hopefully, it'll be the same day. That might depend on when Nate uh, has a day off. And so if there if it's as long as it's in that week, I'm happy. As long as we can make that happen. Yeah, I like that, Brando. But you said getting back to the beginning, and I think. Oh, baby, this is a eight year long soapbox a coming. Okay. Okay. Do you know what I am about to speak on? No. All you pasty mother effers who are all hyped now on Andrew Garfield's amazingness <laughs> in Spider-Man because he's in the fucking MCU. Listen to my words. Look at me right now, Facebook and YouTube. Look at me. <laughs> Go to Journey into Comics episode three. I'm hyped on it. That was 2014. Don't talk to me about cameos because I was so excited. There were tears coming from my eye holes because Andrew Garfield just does it for me, man. He got it. He figured it out. He had the mojo of Spider-Man. But then see that whole thing leads into another thing, Brando, that I'm just going to kind of just get the train rolling. Have you seen the list? The Big 12. Do you know about the Big 12? Well, at first when you said the list, I thought you were talking about Jericho's list. I'm like, hey, he's, he's had that put up for a while. Yeah, but he's tired of that list. Anyway, um, the, 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 the 12. I don't know the 12. Give me the 12. So I'll just read the title, and then that might spark your vision to know what I'm looking at. Every rumored character cameo list for Doctor Strange's Multiverse oh, of Oh, yeah, okay. Um I don't know the full list, but I know quite a few. So roll on with it. So check it out. While I'm going to roll on with this list, it's this picture. The picture, I almost guarantee in a couple of days, is going to be amended because of a rumor that came out today. That rumor is going to get tied into this whole conversation. So let's get down to Boogie. 
the rumor is that we're going to be seeing a lot of characters cameo in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Don't even necessarily know if they'll have a speaking line. They could just be a visual cued thing that's just like that blink and you miss it type stuff. Okay. But the names, the bodies, the uh, the people that they are pulling from and why they're pulling from are amazing. So let's go through it. And personally, before we get into this list, Brando, let me just on a professional level say, I think this is just a fan like hope and a prayer. Like, okay, they've done the impossible. They put fucking Garfield and and McGuire together with Holland. The, the spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Sorry for those of you who are still living under a rock. I don't know how you haven't seen. This is like Endgame all over again at this point. If you're if you're getting spoiled, you're late to the game, bro. But what I what I will say. When sure. you when you say the list, if you say a name, I'll put my finger up if I have something to say. Sure. And sure, I'll, sure, I'll, sure. I will say a short statement, and then we'll move on with the list. That way we're not holding it up with tangents. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, Even though that's so, our bag. <laughs> yep, yeah, it totally is our bag. Okay, so we obviously know the multiverse of Madden, and let's do a little setup, tiny little setup for this. The reason why I think this list has some credibility as well as, even though I said, like, I think it's just the ultimate fan cast dream, like, like hopefulness. There is some credibility because America Chavez uh, was supposed to debut in Spider-Man No Way Home. Her character was cut from that, but her whole purpose was literally introducing Maguire and 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 Garfield to the MCU because of her ability to to open portals and shit. So that didn't obviously happen. They didn't want a different route, but America Chavez is in Multiverse of Madness. We saw her in the little post-credit teaser. So... We'll go down the list, and um, I'll add any addendums to things as we get there. But the very first one's a pretty major one. Let's go with the biggest almost casting ever, and I don't think personally we would have an MCU if he would have been cast in this role, as we have Tom Cruise allegedly making a cameo as Iron Man, Tony Stark. As a variant. As a, as, as a variant, as an alternate universe form obviously because the whole point of this movie is showing us there's all these different multiverses and what the repercussions of everything that strange did with spidey and then what wanda has been doing and what loki has done there's like all these a multitude of things have broke the multiverse you know but i think it's pretty interesting because tom cruise was the initial choice for their tony stark and he turned it down he said no and then now here we are like uh, 12 or so years later and he's like shit those are they did they're they're making a lot of money over there at Disney like man I missed on the boat for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, okay, we'll move on to the next one. This one I think total credibility. I think if they asked him he would say yes. I think it would be fun to see for a lot of people fans including myself Nicolas Cage as Ghost Rider. Okay, we've seen it. It's obviously they had two movies. Um, yeah, let me just say about that. I, I had no idea about that one before I saw this, uh, supposed list. And, um, I think it's really, if this is true, even if these are just cameos and these guys don't play a huge role in the movie, I think it is a really smart move because what basically what they're doing with all these properties is legitimizing them as far as past movies to make money off of their past things that they have now purchased. Whether or not they do a new Ghost Rider, because they did one in, uh, was it Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Yep. Um, 
but if they do a brand new one in a, a, a TV show or a movie or whatever, you know, the rumors had been, I heard rumors they were talking to Schwarzenegger about being Ghostwriter, not as like for the whole movie, but him playing kind of like the Sam Elliott role. Uh, where like maybe he's maybe he's Ghost Rider in the beginning of the movie and then he's he, Spirit of Vengeance essentially and passes yeah. it down exactly. But carry so, forward. Uh, so the next couple, okay, so uh, big one, uh, not who I would honestly expect from that universe, but there's quite a few from this universe. So when I say this one, just know there's like four more or so that are going to come out from the same kind of cast so you get where i'm coming from but ian mckellen allegedly back as magneto um which again self-explanatory they want to bring the x-men the idea of the x-men in uh you know so i think that's really clever uh the next one is and i always screw up this guy's name Eden grufford he was the guy who played mr fantastic in the 2005 fantastic four however Today, the internet blew up with the crazy rumor yet again that there have already been scenes shot by John Krasinski as a variant version of Mr. Fantastic, which is what everybody wants is for his version to be the MCU's Mr. Fantastic. So and I think we've talked about that on the show several times. Me, you, me, you, Tyler, you know, the possibility of that's amazing. Um, he kind of fueled the flames. I don't know if he sent a tweet down or like picture little thing or retweeted some shit or whatever, but. That is a cool possibility that was totally left field because I'd already seen this picture. So hearing that, I was like, he may have already filmed some stuff. Well, who else did they get to film some stuff? Mm -hmm. You know, like who else do we not have any idea we're going to be seeing that they could totally throw us? Did I ever uh, tell down? you my fan casting for the new MCU, Mr. Fantastic? I'm not sure, but maybe, but go, go ahead. Will Smith. Ooh, I like that. Different. It's a different take, a different route. And uh, he's he's played s s smart scientists, smart dudes, because obviously Mr. Fantastic will be coming in to kind of replace Tony Stark as like the technical smart member of the team or of the groups. And uh, there's been rumors that he's been in contact with potentially doing something. We don't know what that is, but we don't again, you know, but um, yeah, read on. So, as I was saying about the list of people that, you know, they're all in the same group. Uh, Hugh Jackman, mm. back as Wolverine. Halle Berry, back as Storm. Allegedly, James Marsden, back as Cyclops, supposedly. And Patrick Stewart as Professor X. I don't know if you saw this, but I saw some time ago that Patrick Stewart actually met with Kevin Feige. I did see that. I remembered that. And so, I mean, that's been months ago at this point. I think. Yeah. I think. Okay, so I don't know if all of these people are going to be in this movie. You again, this is just a. This could be a fan casting of them pulling up all these, you know, writing off the heels of what we just had, right? Exactly. But would I be surprised to see Ian McKellen, Patrick Stewart, and Hugh Jackman back? No, because just as you said, introduce the idea of the X-Men. Introduce the fact that there are, are mutants from other universes. That means but that also can be their send off too. those actual actors have mm -hmm. their swan song out. 
while also being introduced into the MCU, which gives their history credence. It's huge. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but th- I think over over most of what you said already, um, Patrick Stewart is probably w- one of the most likely, simply because it carries on with what has been uh, said before. And also, I've heard that potentially... Hugh Jackman might have also been talking to Kevin Feige as well about doing something, at least entertaining the idea. So, yeah, but that's not twelve. So, so that's only eight. We're only we got still got four to go. The last four, um, shit. I would love to see any of the, and not to say that the list to this point hasn't had a lot of amazing star power and names and things that I'd like to see. I really would love to see Tom Cruise just have a two-minute thing where he's putting on the Iron Man suit for the first time on in with you know whatever how you know however you do it but uh these four man you're putting big 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 star power in here now Wesley Snipes returns his blade come on get the fuck out of here like home run he wants to Rumor is he may be Dracula in the actual Blade reboot as a villain, which then it would be interesting because you've then seen him in the MCU. So there's, again, history and credence to that. Uh, I'm going to skip that one because I think he has the biggest puzzle piece in all of this. Uh, But Tom Jane's the Punisher possibly returning. Okay, which, uh, again, another guy who loved doing it, wanted to do it more, was unhappy with how it ended. Didn't really get an MCU shake at it, obviously. So, uh, you know, I think a guy who who could possibly do it. Now, here's one that uh, some people might, you know, flip the table and say that that can't happen. That'll never happen. Uh, How about Edward Norton back his banner? I think that might be a long shot. I think that is a hell of a long shot. <laughs> Out of this list, I would say he is the most unlikely. Well, I mean, he got shirked and didn't get money owed and then also missed out on the history that is the massive monster of the MCU. And could you imagine the consistency of it always being Norton instead of Ruffalo through all those scenes? I mean, it, they were there were it could just have it could hit differently. You know what I'm saying? Totally differently. Now money talks, but the thing is, is that if these the, the, this is a lot of star power to bring Ken for cameos, like for example, I mean, I, just really quick, they wanted Henry Cavill to cameo in Shazam. And he's like, all right, pay me this. And they're like, mm, yeah, we're not paying you that. So they didn't do it, you know? And he's like... They did a clever... They found a clever workaround. Sure, absolutely. The, he's in the movie without Film being in the movie. from the neck down. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's just a simple... It's a simple mindset of, like, you know, Henry Cavill's like, oh, well, you're going to pay me to be in this movie, even if it's just for one scene. And they're like, we want you to do it for really cheap. And he's like... I five dollars. I know my worth, you know. So, I I know Edward Norton knows his worth. I know Tom Cruise knows his worth because even though Tom Cruise missed out on the MCU and all that money that went to Robert Downey Jr., 
He is not hurting He's for still it. Tom fucking Cruise. He is Tom Cruise. He okay. He has successfully reinvigorated an entire action movie franchise in a similar vein, not a not carbon copy, but just like they did with Fast and the Furious. Mission Impossible is still a money grabbing entity in movie theaters, and it's in the more they they just keep making them and they keep printing money. And he's crazy, and everyone knows he's absolutely crazy and does all these all his own stunts. And he almost dies doing these movies. He gets hurt. He almost gets hypothermia hanging on from a plane in the middle, uh, high up in the. Uh, this dude's nuts. And people go in to see what's he going to do next? What are they going to come up with? And now he's doing a movie in space. What? I heard Tom Cruise is doing a movie. He wants to do a movie in space. He wants, oh. he wants to go to space. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. Because, let's go. Okay. Okay. The last frontier. You, yeah, you could say all these things. You could, you could do all these things and all these actors. Like, oh, yeah, dude, they're going to do like a, a scene in space. And the only actor who could uh, you would actually conceive himself being like, no, I'm going to go through the training. I'm going to go into space and literally be f- weightless and still act is Tom Cruise. Absolutely. He would want to do a spacewalk untethered just to get the scene and say he did it. Yep, and just say, like, oh, if I drift off and die, just film it, bro. It'll be a great ending. <laughs> I can only imagine the amount of stress that that his insurance agents <laughs> feel every time he says he wants to do something, and they have to talk him out of it. But anyways, these actors, all these guys, the, the, a lot of these guys, their time is worth money. And, you know, I love the first Doctor Strange, and this is going to be a big movie. Are they willing to put that kind of money into this to get every single one of these guys on this list? I think that's a big question. I think some of them, probably there's a good chance that they'll be in this, but not everybody. This last one, I think, is the lock. So first of all, this was, you already heard 12 names because I added a John Krasinski rumor that just got dropped today, but this would make it a, a Baker's Dozen 13. And this is the one that's super plausible because how, why would you not even conceive this happening easily? Um, but Toby Maguire, duh, back as Spidey, back as Parker. He just, he literally was just fighting while Strange was putting shit together in New York. Like they know each other, they are acquainted. He understands who Peter Parker is. He actually doesn't, he does not actually, in fact, know that anymore. Interesting little tidbit there. Uh, Doctor Strange would be totally blissfully unaware of who Spider-Man is, but Spider-Man, uh, Tobey Maguire, would totally be like, hey, there's that guy that helped us, and maybe he's the key to keeping Peter Parker around in a more permanent manner. You know, he's like, hey, you know, I'm Peter Parker, and he's like, oh, well, every that means every multiverse is Peter Parker, you know, Spider-Man. Well, I did see something where there's little hints that there could be some cracks within the spell like the the fact that it, that the MCU MJ still has the the broken uh flower uh the black dahlia yeah yeah the black dahlia and then there's another one with somebody else i can't remember but then also like you see the memes it's like man like spider-man really wore his costume to the tony stark's funeral because <laughs> he was there at the funeral with everybody, and like, like, do they just remember? Like, with, like, or there's some questions about that 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 lend some like stuff. And 
I also, I, I wonder if they're going to go through with future stuff with turning Ned into Hobgoblin, if he's not going to find out and be really confused and angry. And well, like, what if because he has the magic, he never really fully forgets? Like, again, Doctor Strange has tapped into that magic and mm-hmm. maybe can help uh, Ned remember and, 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 Ned becomes infuriated with the fact that Pete left him behind because he went to the diner. He could have mm-hmm. said something. Yeah. He could have literally saved him in that exact moment. He chose to actually try to save them by keeping them safe, keeping them from hurt because he knew well uh, that he was a threat to their safety. And they could go any number of ways with it to try and introduce it. But I mean, this Dr. Strange film is going to be a big movie. The uh, an- Another thought about the Spider-Man thing is that each character goes back in time or goes back to their to their universe at the time that they were taken. So for example, uh Goblin goes back and his and he's not messed up anymore. So does he still die? If that answer is no, then when Doc Ock goes back in his thing and he has full control of the arms in his universe, Doc Ock, or uh, Osborne did die. So Osborne stays dead. That's an alternate timeline. And they're then, all different variants, and this is just what like the real the, multiverse looks like. Just like in the in, and then the scene from Loki, where you see the timeline splitting. Each split is a different misstep, and that that's that's the same step because then Sandman goes back, and it's a different time than both. And and in his time, uh, uh, both Ock and Goblin are dead. And then when but then and when Toby goes back, all of them that he's ever faced are dead. Yeah, Even John Malkovich's Vulture. Yeah. And Bruce Campbell's Mysterio. Yeah, God damn, I would love to have seen both those for real. So then, and then it's the same story with uh, you know you know Garfield and his and, and, and his trajectory. So it, it all those different things are different uh, uh, different uh, paths on that timeline that that Loki saw forming, and then though those are infinite with different verses that we're probably going to end up seeing kind of come to fruition in this movie, and I. Am so excited that they're bringing back uh, uh, Strange Supreme uh, from What If? Yeah. Oh my god! How exciting! Also, you got to think if What If characters are being introduced here, Captain Carter showing up for fucking sure, dude. You have the opportunity to do that. No, she's going. Haley will uh, Atwell will show up for sure in that outfit. And also, we'd heard that already that there was some talks between Scarlet and Disney and MCU to do something more undisclosed MCU projects. And uh, well, she's in what if or or her characters in what if. Yep. And I mean, look, when I first saw that, what if episode with Dr. Strange, I said, this would have been the perfect sequel that episode like elongated make that episode a full story epic film and then he's the villain and I'll be damned if we're not getting that in a different way yeah mm. it's exciting so uh we're on MCU stuff so did you hear who got a major pay bump today a pay grade uh pay raise no Winston Duke who plays Mbaku and why would Winston Duke, who plays M'Baku, who's in Black Panther, just right now, right when they're about to finish filming the second Black Panther movie, 
get a pay bump, I wonder. What do you think, Brando? Is it because one of my theories that he's going to become the next Black Panther? True. Yeah, I think you might have called it. I think, though, that we might both have called it because my theory is this. However, they're going to get T'Challa to be uh, no more in the MCU, which I don't know what the game plan, how they're going to do it, what they're going to do, whatever they come up with. The multiverse is a great way to uh, to oust him without having to go into details with uh, yeah, illness. The multiverse breaking yeah. could literally be like we had him and then he was gone. What the hell happened? But what, Shuri, for a short time, becoming the Panther and trying to be her brother and just like it not being enough you know and she knows that like she still has work to do it's okay it's character building because you know you're not writing around the entire series yeah letitia writes a big you know puzzle piece to all this so if you give her the mantle temporarily and she's not quite ready for it like you know uh daredevil before he gets the the red gear you know he's got to wear the black gear first and then try on the yellow gear before he gets to the red gear so give her the give her the panther suit but it doesn't quite work to her advantage and baku kind of says listen kid like, I know you're hurt. I'm hurt, too. He saved my life, too. There was that five years where we watched over Wakanda when there was nobody, when he was gone. We've done this before. We can do it again. But this time I need the herb, the heart-shaped herb, to become magical or whatever. And then, boom. Because him as the, like a monster Black Panther, he'll look almost like the comic book where he's a little bit more thick and not as slim because yeah. they i mean chadwick was was appropriately shaped in his black panther attire i felt but uh, uh in the comics i always felt he was a little bit like more massive yeah so, i'm down yeah. um i'm definitely down big, for that big same bro um what did you get for christmas anything cool did you doing i mean i caught covid for christmas that was fun <laughs> Well, I, I already said I got a Samsung watch, and uh, I got myself a second PS Vita. This is oh, a Japanese uh, PS Vita. The back of it is red, and the front of it is black. And this is a uh, a, a, a grip, which has R2 and L2. Where do you get that PS Vita? I need one. eBay. Uh, so there's a seller on eBay who pr- just sells Vitas. And uh, they are, it is used. It's got a couple of light scratches, um, but nothing too major. This is a 2000, uh, so Model 2 Vita. And so uh, its charger is not proprietary. It's just uh, like micro USB or whatever that's called. Uh, The the standard before USB-C. And I got that so I can can mod it, so I can root it and hack it. And uh, I have almost 400 games. On this now, uh, amazing Vita, PSP, PS One, and then uh, NES, Super NES, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, and Sega Genesis, all on this baby, all on the go. I am currently playing. Uh, doop 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 doop. Oh, oh, he admitted it on screen. Get him, boys. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, oh, oh, what? You're pl- no, come on, bro. Super Mario RPG. Yeah, hell yeah. On your Vita, bro. On my Vita. Shh. I don't know how that you happened. Vita cheetah. What? Dude, okay, let me just say, my oldest kid, Wyatt, was never more confused in his life when he saw Mario on a PlayStation. Because I have told him, Mario doesn't go on PlayStation, but he do now. <laughs> he, do, he do now. And he's just like, 
I he looked like a chimp trying to do a math problem. Like he was trying to put it together. Like you 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 told me. I'm like, buddy, I daddy did something to it. The other thing that I got, I got some stuff to do another sort of project with my Wii U. And uh, I'm doing that to back up a lot of my games in my collection. Now, look, uh, one of the reasons also I'm not doing the gaming show right now is I quit collecting 100, 100%. I don't collect anymore. Part of that's due to the market. The other part is uh, I needed to sell stuff to, to, to keep the bills paid and uh, to keep the roof over our head and the, the mouse fed. So some of that stuff is now gone. Uh my entire N64 collection is gone. My 64 is gone. I have one game in my 64 collection, and that is the box the copy. One. The uh, one is Birds. Uh, you know, WWF No Mercy is now $40. Um, when for the longest time it was like 5 You know, here comes the pain on PS2, WWE. That game is like $65 now. Watertight uh, Sally Skin. <laughs> How does that even go into the like? I just threw it in there, okay. bro. But just like, let me. Okay, I never got rid of Chrono Trigger. I'm not doing that. Uh, last time I checked, it's like around eight hundred dollars. It was closer to to a thousand. But it, I I I slimmed down my collection, and uh, you know I do own Mario RPG. By the way, I do own it. I just wanted a, way, a different way to be able to play it. And I wanted to be able to hit the magical button, the best button ever invented for RPGs. Standby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because let me just say, I love RPGs, but I oftentimes have to take multiple day breaks, and it's not always my call. So for Christmas, I got some stuff to do some uh, cool little projects. I got a I got a watch. I got the entire uh, series of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, on DVD. So after Family Matters and watching Goku Urkel, I'm gonna be watching through the entire Goku run. Urkel. I never watched the entire '80s run of Turtles uh, because the last few seasons were on CBS and uh, were a different style and diff- uh, a different. Uh, uh, tone. They're more serious. What's hilarious is, I will say this: some time ago, I got very much enhanced. I like that word, elevated, enhanced. I got very much so, and I and I watched the Angry Video Game Nerds retrospective on TMNT. It's like an hour long. And it's where he rewatched the entire series, and he's talking about it. And he watched it when he was a kid, like us. And you know, he's a little bit older than us, maybe like mm, seven years older than we are. Sure. And he's talking about like the seasons and the changes, and 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 all this stuff. And he's showing clips from episodes I have not seen since I was a little dude sitting in front of the TV. And my brain, look, when I am in that mode, it unlocks memories. It unlocks memories. I also get very aware of my own mortality and death too. Like, by the way, like it almost like gives me like midlife crisis shit. Like it's crazy. Like it, it makes me hyper aware of how much time has passed by and it makes me a little depressed. But in this moment, I was very excited. I'm like, I remember this episode and it, it unlocked memories that I had long, long forgotten. 
And so I got that as well for Christmas. And I got, I, I'm not collecting, but I did get some games. Uh, Best Buy was running a sale. And I got four games for like 40 bucks. And Damn, what did you get? I got the physical copy on Switch of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World for 10 bucks. And uh, that was uh, a limited run release, just like your Zombies uh, Ate My Neighbors. And uh, did you get Jay and Silent Bob, too? Um, yeah, the Mall Brawl Special Edition. So <sighs> they, they did a physical copy of the re-release of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World because that was originally a digital-only release. And it got delisted. So I had that on the 360, and it's gone. You can't download it anymore. So I always wanted to rebuy it because it's a fun, old-school, retro-style beat-em-up. Really fun. Great. Yeah. And uh, it was on Switch for $10. I'm like, I have to buy this. I have to get it. And I'm like, well, what else do they have for sale? So I looked around, and I got Gears 5 on Xbox for 5 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. 5 bucks. I'm like, okay, that's in the cart. I'm going to... <laughs> I haven't even played Gears 4 yet. <laughs> F it, I'm getting five right now. Well, I have four. I have it. I just never have sat down to play it. And uh, But for five bucks, I, yeah, it's in the collection. Anyways, uh, the two other games that I got were the the Outer Worlds on the, on the Xbox. Uh, that game came out, and I played that when Owen was born, my second one. He's the one. There's there's pictures of me holding him, and I'm I'm gaming. Because we, we have a very similar picture of me and Wyatt when I was playing MGS5. I was playing the Outer Worlds. And the, what the Outer Worlds is, it's basically from Obsidian. It's the guys that made Fallout New Vegas. And yeah. it, it's very Fallout New Vegas. But mix that with Mass Effect. And that's exactly what it is. It's almost like they found a way to mesh those two worlds together. And it's really fun. It has the, the world and flavoring of like a Fallout uh, and 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 kind of its play style, but then you get uh, comrades, and you get they, they have special abilities. That's where it's kind of like Mass Effect. Cool. Um, then the last game I got and was Dragon Age Eleven, and I also got that on the Xbox. Ironically, I tried that almost a year ago, around January, when I was coming home early from work, when I got to come home when I really shouldn't have been, but on Game Pass that I had back then, I downloaded and tried out. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, and I loved it. I thought it was cool. And what's cool about this one, it is the definitive edition. You can play it in the full-on robust 3D mode, or it has another version of the game completely in 2D old-school RPG. And you can switch, but you can't switch back and forth like you can on like... Uh, it's the, not Paper Mario. No, or or like, uh, do you remember the, the remastered Halo where you could go from old graphics, new graphics, old graphics, new yeah, graphics. You, you can't do that. Edition, yeah. You can't do that, but it, but you can pick how you want to start your game. And uh, you can switch it to the other one, but you'll kind of have to start over. But whatever. Man. Really cool. It's interesting, it's interesting that you mentioned that you're not collecting anymore because I um, kind of have got picked up a little bit on the collecting world. Just a little bit. not Nothing too, too crazy. But... Um, so at work, we have this thing called Spark, okay? And it's essentially like an incentive that different companies sign up. Sorry, I'm trying to hold a sneeze back. It's the worst thing to ever happen on a podcast. You know, you're just like, <laughs> you want to keep talking. You also don't want to explode on the screen. You also don't want the world to see your sneeze face. Cause it's a very unique thing that you've even never seen because your eyes close no matter what you do when you sneeze. You can't. Anyways. So um, because of work, we have this spark thing or spark plug or whatever it's called. 
And the different companies incentivize us based on our sales, what we sell of their product. And usually what they do is they give you an option. You can get a Visa, MasterCard, or an Amazon gift card. And I'm like, I'll just go put Amazon gift card, Amazon gift card. So I had a couple of Amazon gift cards, like 50 bucks sitting. And I was like, man, I'm going to get a couple pops. I had been, had been loosely, had been loosely working on my Fantastic Four collection. Had been loosely. Only have one left and I have all of them. <laughs> Uh, this site Mercari is pretty cool. You can like, uh, it's like, it's similar to eBay. You can offer lower, really like significantly lower. You can haggle with people, which is good. Cause I'm good at haggling and like, um, have been finding some pretty cool gems for very, very cheap. I got like, um, probably like a $30 Stanley guardians of the galaxy Two pop for like $8 because, you know, sometimes a person doesn't know what they have or they don't necessarily care. They're just holding it and they're just sick of having it and they want to sell it. They got 10 of them or whatever the reason is. And, uh, yeah, so um, you can see over here right where my finger is. That's the Future Foundation Spider-Man, then Bombastic Bagman, and then it kind of works its way all the way to the very end over here. Um, I can't reach there to that one, which is a white Doctor Doom, which is a variant, but uh oh, Piper from They Live. Already know. I got Piper from They Live. I had already to be knowing. I had to add him with the Armada with with Thanos back there from uh Cosmic Ghost Rider. And oh, uh, yeah. so I'm starting to slowly add like some cool little like nifty uh things that I like to add to my shelf for podcasting stuff. And then just the other day I was going to buy, they have the old original Beast Wars Transformers, and I was going to buy Cheetor for 10 bucks. He was on clearance. So I'm like, fuck, I'm going to get that. Well, they, he was gone. But what they did have a lot of were these $30. Oof, oof. It was my treat to myself, damn it. I haven't had a lot of money this whole entire year to buy myself anything, and I bought myself a toy. Of course, that's very responsible. But I did it anyway. And it's, rule. and it's Tigertron. It is a, 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 a new mold. It's, it's, it's a new make. And his screen accuracy look is insane. Yeah. I love it. And actually, they have made a whole bunch of different ones because of that new uh, season or that last season of the War for Cybertron. They have an Optimus. They have a Megatron. I've actually seen him in the wild. They have Rhinox. It's screen accurate Rhinox. They have Air Razor. And a Cheetor and a dude, the Dinobot. Mm. Oh, mm. Dude, I want a Scorpionox mm. and, and Dinobot would be cool. So, what's cool about this, uh, like season three of War for Cybertron, apparently there is a uh, Black Panther Predacon that wasn't in the original show that is in this one, and he's a Predacon. And do you remember, do you remember, um, the original Cheetor and Tigatron? They had uh, their heads could fold down and it would be a second weird looking head. Yes, that's his head. Like, yeah, really weird looking. But he's kind of like a he's a he's a prowler, right? He's a, he's in the shadows. I'm like that's interesting. Now, what's funny is that when I sent him to you, I sent you a picture of it, and I said, "Want to trade?" Because <laughs> that's how <laughs> that's how you and me first met all those years ago in the in the Beast Wars trading ring. That, yeah, and, and all that stuff. So I thought that was kind of neat. You know, um, I don't, I, I don't think I'm going to be collecting a whole lot of retro games anymore. I'm going to still be buying games, of course, as they come out. 
And, you know, as the PS4 and Xbox One era stuff gets cheaper, I'll pick up some more games that I really want to wanted to check out or get there. And the same thing with, I'm, I'm kind of done with my PS3. I don't think there's anything else that I want to get. And same with the 360. But, you know, um, that's just it. You know, I'm going to collect when it's cheap. I'm going to go back to my humble beginnings and collect when it's cheap. And that's exactly what we're going to do and strive to do here on JIC as well. We're going to go back to our humble beginnings and try to release. pizza's here. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, close. I'm over here trying to wrap it up and circle it back around. And he's like, pizza's here. We got pizza. It's not. It wasn't pizza. I was excited. I thought I heard the door knocking. And I'm over that. here being professional, trying to wrap the show up because it's almost kitty kitty time bedtime, and wrap it up in the humble beginnings and have a cool speech. And you're like, pizza's here, guys. Check the door. <laughs> I want my pizza. I talk about eight years, and then I need to eat my pizza. <laughs> no, we're going back to humble beginnings. We're going to try and bring it to you every other week here uh, here on JIC. Um, and you know, hopefully, we can convince some of our friends to come back along and and uh, get back on uh, the show and and talk to them and and figure out what the future looks like for JIC because we don't know exactly what that's going to hold. We're going to figure it out, but I think it looks pretty bright. Absolutely, Brando. But uh, man, it's always awesome to chat. It's been great. Just to confirm with everybody, the PS5 went off without a hitch. It was amazing. Ollie cried. It was huge. It was great. It was the most memorable Christmas moment. And then I caught the COVID. <laughs> that, real, that, that is the truest shit. Like, I was great, and then I wasn't. It was a very fine line. It seemed comical to me in the after effect. I was able to put my karma back out in the world when I got my PS5 right before the lack of money. That was the last major purchase that I made. I was like, yay, I got this and things are going to be cool. And then they weren't, <laughs> they really were not. Trust me. If it got any worse, I might have to actually have sold it. But somebody, I tried to get one and I failed. And a friend of mine, he bought one for me and I had no idea he was doing it. Cause he's like, dude, if you didn't get one, I hear, here's this one. And I didn't get one. He goes, if you, if you had gotten one, I have another friend who needs one anyway. And I, that was just so awesome of him. I didn't know he was doing it. And that, so I had two chances to get one then. And I got one, uh, a friend of mine at work, his kid won one for Christmas and he doesn't really, he's not really savvy on trying to get shit online. So he's trying to figure it out and he asked me if I could help. And I said, yes. And I actually had the money to be able to help him because I can buy it and then he can just easily send me back the money. I was able to get him one on Thursday. Awesome. With the Walmart plus launch and uh, we're waiting on it to show up. So I was able to help somebody get one for his kid, just like somebody helped get one for me. And got someone help get one for us. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, uh, if you're one of those guys that tries to sell it for a huge profit, please don't. Fuck you. No. Well, there, there's that. But there's a lot of guys Just out keep there. Just it real. There's a lot of people out there who are actually actively trying to help people get them. Maybe not trying to just sell them, but, you know, give tips or f- inform you about how and how to easily, more easily, accessibly get one. So, um, yeah, I hope everybody can... Uh, can get on that and get, get what they want and stay healthy. And uh, I think it's about that time, Nate. Yeah, let's do it, Brando. First of all, let's tell you, folks, unless you are living under a rock, somehow you found yourself here on one of the different podcasting services you listen to us on, whether it's Facebook, and then that's not a podcasting service. I get that. That's social media platform. Let's not confuse the two. YouTube, that's also not a 
podcasting platform, but all the different podcasting platforms you do listen to us on, whether that's Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, Spotify, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, many others. Just search Journey into Comics Network for now. Search Journey into Comics Network. That might evolve here. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But I think that's going to do it, Brando. We are eight years deep. We've got that uh, Goku Urkel energy. We are rocking into the 2022 new year. This may, in fact, be the end of the multiverse of madness as things start to come back to a little bit of normalcy. Let's hope. Um, but everything's looking bright and futuristic, and I'm really excited, man. And uh, again, thank you for all you do for this show, my dude. I'm glad to be a part of it. You know, I've been here for in and out. You know, there's almost 100 episodes that I missed, and, you know, things happened. And for better or worse, it did. But we're here, and I'm glad to be here, and I'm glad to put the energy back into the show, and I'm glad to be putting my energy back out there into the world because I missed it. I, I, I dearly missed it. Yeah, man. Um, we have so much to come in this year. There's so many things for us to cover, to talk about, to discuss the possibilities. Hell, there's things we didn't talk about today we could have talked about today, but we didn't get a chance to. So we're going to just keep moving forward. We're going to bring you the news, the information we get as we get it with what we have. We hope you enjoy. You tune in. You like, share, subscribe, do all those fun things. We appreciate everyone who tunes in so much. But, Brando, I think that's officially it for this week's episode of JIC. Absolutely. All right. Well, folks, as always for Journey into Comics, this has been episode Journey into Comics 346. That's Goku Oracle Energy. I've been Nate. I've been Brando. And as always, pop your caps back and fill your brains with shit. Later, guys. <laughs>